it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, Grant Napier with you on Listen Up and uh, the Kings, boy, oh, boy, uh, they better play a hell of a lot better on the road than they have the last few games. Maybe Memphis not included, but Memphis were, I mean, they were waving the white flag. I I wanted to ask you this question. Uh, 27-20 is damn good, and that's what the Kings record is, okay? But give you an example i'm going to give you the record of the home teams that are either ahead of the kings or right behind the kings denver's 22 and 4 at home memphis is 20 and 3 at home new orleans who has lost 8 of 10 with their injuries they're 17 and 8 at home dallas is 17 and 9. The Clippers are 18 and 11. Okay. Golden State, I'm going all the way down to the ninth spot, is 18 and 6. Phoenix in seventh is 18 and 7. And the Sacramento Kings are 16 and 11. 16 and 11 on their home floor. Think about the East. Boston, number one, 18 and five. Philly, number two, 18 and seven. Milwaukee, number three, 19 and five. Brooklyn is fourth. They're 13 and seven. Cleveland is fifth. They're 20 and five. Miami is sixth. They're 16 and nine. How come the Kings are so bad, relatively speaking, at home? I mean, 16 and 11 is not a good home record for a team that is third in the conference. Now, I understand that their road record is very good. I get that. Okay, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how the Kings are so bad at home. And I'm just going to say it: they're bad at home. Sixteen and eleven is not a good home record. It's not. I mean, think about all the home losses this team has had to teams that are way below them in the standings. Charlotte, non-playoff team. Washington. Non-playoff team. Lakers, non-playoff team. Okay? I mean, it's unbelievable to me. It really is. Atlanta, eighth in the East. They lost it in. I wish I had an answer. I don't have an answer. But we cannot just ignore this and say, ah, you know, eh, their record is... 
27 and 20, you're making too big of a deal out of this. No, I don't think I am. I really don't. There's got to be a reason why this team is not very good at home. And again, 16 and 11 is really not that good on your home floor, especially considering the place has been, you know, packed and been off the hook. But I'd be a little concerned about that. You know, again, I'm looking at the big picture. Yeah, I know 27 and 20 is very good. I know third in the West is very good. But this team has had a lot of bad losses at home. Toronto last night, non-playoff team. Do you know that Toronto is 12th in the East? So I don't want to hear about, well, gee, Grant, you know, Toronto's really a good team. No, no, they're really not. You know, they're really not. Toronto, before last night, was 21 and 27. So I don't want people calling me up and going, well, gee, no, Grant, you know, Toronto's really a, a, a pretty good team. They got some pretty good players. Well, with their good players, how come they entered the play last night at 21 and 27? Explain that to me, would you please? So. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to look at excuses. I'm looking at numbers, okay? Losing to a team, Charlotte, that right now is 13 and 36. Think about that. The Charlotte Hornets are 13 and 36. Kings lost to them at home. Washington, 22 and 26 currently. Kings lost to them at home. Toronto, 22 and 27. Lost to them at home. Atlanta, 25 and 24. Lost to them at home. All right. The Lakers, 23 and 26. Lost to them at home. I'm sorry. You just can't ignore that. And yeah, I know that, you know, you don't, you play half your games on the road, and the Kings right now are six or 11 and nine on the road, which, by the way, is very good. That's very good. But now you have a long road trip. And it starts with two games against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm just asking the question, why the Kings are so bad at home, relatively speaking. Let's talk a little bit about Minnesota. They've gotten back to 500. They're eighth in the West. They've won six of ten. They're up and down. They're up and down. By the way, their road record is pretty, or their home record is pretty much the same as the Kings. 16 wins, 10 losses. All right. They're coming off a win against the Pelicans when Brandon Ingram was back. You know, I'm looking at this Minnesota team. And I'm looking at, you know, how inconsistent they've been. Really Jekyll and Hyde. Their last five games, they lost at Denver, 122 to 118. They beat Toronto, 128 to 126 at home. They beat Houston at home, 113 and 104. But then they lost to a bad Houston team on the road, 119 to 114. And then they beat New Orleans, 111 to 102. Before that, by the way, they had games that they had won against Cleveland and Phoenix. All right, here we go again with the load management in the NBA. And you can't tell me that the league doesn't have a problem. The league has a problem. 
All right, plain and simple, the league has a problem. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I don't know why organizations and coaches do not give a damn about the fans, but they don't. And the reason why they're making so much money is because of the fans. Okay? That's the deal. Awful. Absolutely awful. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. You know, you can't sugarcoat it. You can't just go, well, gee, Grant, you know, no. It's really, really bad for the league, what's going on. Really bad for the league. And when you see Denver, okay, Denver, you see what Denver did? They went and played in Milwaukee, right? They lost 107 to 99. You know who did not play for the Denver Nuggets? You want to know who did not play for the Denver Nuggets? The guy that's probably going to be the MVP. You know who else did not play? Jamal Murray. You want to know why? Load management. Michael Porter Jr. Missed another game, personal reasons, which, you know, that happens from time to time. But Nicole Jokic. Resting his hamstring. Resting. Resting. Rest, rest, rest. So Milwaukee takes on a Denver team. And Michael Malone, who went Steve Kerr and didn't play anybody. There we go. Most of the top players for the Nuggets, not on the floor. It's unbelievable. Seriously. Can't tell me this is not an issue for the league. It's an issue for the league. It's really bad. Awful. By the way, if you're keeping score at home, Denver plays out Milwaukee once every year. That's it. Just once. Let's rest, guys. Yep. Let's rest, guys. Don't ever rest guys at home. Oh, no. Don't ever rest them at home. Only rest them on the road. We only go play once a year. But Steve Kerr, let's not rest our guys ever at a home game. Oh, no. Only on the road where we only play either once or twice a year. But you know what? We're going to screw over the whole city of New Orleans. We're not going to rest Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond and Andrew Wiggins just for the one game in New Orleans. Oh, no. We're going to do it both games so that the fans that have the tickets to go watch the most marketable team in the league. Nope. We're not going to screw them over once. Oh, no. We're going to screw them over twice. Cleveland, screw Cleveland. We're not playing our guys in Cleveland, says Steve Kerr. I know we only play there once a year, but too bad. They want to see our guys play. They're going to have to go watch them on TV because they're not playing here in Cleveland. And Steve Kerr has the gall to talk about how much he respects the fans and loves the fans when he does these things. What a crock of crap that is. Again, it's the league giving the fans the middle finger. That's exactly what's going on. Period. That's exactly what's going on. You saw it the other night with Philadelphia when they rested Joel Embiid and James Harden. It didn't matter. They still beat the Kings. But the point is, I got to believe there are a lot of disappointed fans that did not get a chance to see the Stars play. It's a bad look for the league. 
bad look for the league. It really is terrible. All right, if you want to get it on the program, hit the hand icon. Frank Reich, by the way, is the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So that's news. Dan Quinn staying with the Cowboys as defensive coordinator. Those are some of your uh, NFL headlines. Uh, Patrick Mahomes said he felt really good, better than expected after his practices. So keep that in mind. But, you know, practice and playing in a game are a hell of a lot different. Okay. I guarantee you, Mahomes is not running around in practice the way he will on a game. And again, after his practice yesterday, uh, he said, quote, I felt better than I expected. I would think that as this game goes on, that angle, ankle, is not going to hold up very well. What's interesting, he's not even on the injury report. So we know he's going to play. All right? We get that. I understand that. Let me ask you this. How does a guy who suffered a high ankle sprain, okay, How's he not on the injury report? That's interesting, isn't it? But he's not. So uh, Patrick Mahomes will be good to go. But will he be 100%? I say absolutely no way in the world unless they misdiagnose his high ankle sprain. I've never, ever heard of anyone with a high ankle sprain on one Sunday being 100% the following Sunday. Never. Never heard of that. I hope he is, you know, I would love to see him at hundred percent. I would like to see both teams at hundred percent. When you get to this level in the championship game, Christian McCaffrey, by the way, said there is no chance. All right. That he would not be on the field. All right. He's been very limited with his injuries and what he's dealing with, but he said there's zero chance of that happening. Now, when you look at the injury report, for the San Francisco 49ers, Debo Samuel limited today, questionable. Elijah Mitchell, questionable. Groin injury, not practicing today. Christian McCaffrey did not practice today. All right, calf injury, questionable. Just to update you on the injury situation in the National Football League. Philadelphia, the weather. Not going to be an issue at all. It's going to be a very nice day, which is rather unusual for this time of the year. You know, when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, you look at their injury report, it's pretty much clean. Avante Maddox, cornerback, was limited today, but he's questionable. Everybody else is pretty much good on that team. Let's hope we have a good game. And I mean, listen, I know you're a 49ers fan if you are. I know we also have a lot of Eagles fans, and you got fans all over the place. I mean, I get that. I just hope it's a clean game. May the best team win. All right, let me hear from you. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll put you right up on the screen. You agree with me or disagree with me about the Kings and the home record? I think it is a big deal. I don't think you can just ignore that. And there's got to be a reason how a team that is third in the West can have so many bad losses. I, you can't just say, well, you know, it's the NBA and you play 82 games. You can say that once in a while, but this has been a very alarming trend. Very alarming. I, I don't I don't have an answer for it. 
other than the Kings really have not been a good team since they moved into the new building. And that's been a long time by now. They really haven't. They're not a good team at home. 16 and 11 is not a good record at home in the NBA. It's just not. Not when you're third in the West. All right, here's your schedule. You know, we talk about with this long road trip. And I don't even think it matters who the Kings play anymore. I mean, they lose to bad teams all the time. They beat good teams too, don't get me wrong, but they lose to bad teams. So at Minnesota, at Minnesota, Saturday and Monday, at San Antonio, at Indiana, at New Orleans, two games against Houston. San Antonio, bad team. Indiana without Tyrese Halliburton, bad team. New Orleans gets Brandon Ingram back. They will not have Zion Williamson, so that helps. But without Zion Williamson, they're, they're good. They're, they, Houston, bad team. So you should split with Minnesota, barring injury. You should beat San Antonio. You should beat Indiana. Toss up New Orleans, two wins against Houston. That's how I look at this road trip. That's five wins, five and two. Let's see if the Kings can do that. I think that's very doable. Houston's got to be two wins. Houston's terrible. All right, they got the worst record in the league. Indiana, terrible without Halliburton. Got to be a win. That's three. San Antonio, bad team, four. And just win one of the other three games. Yeah, it's right there for you. But if you play the way you did last night, you'll go 0-7 on this trip. That's how bad they were last night. And I'm not taking anything away from Toronto, but I'm sorry. Toronto is not a good team. All right? And if you think you're a good team, then ask yourself this question. If Toronto is a good team this year, all right, then ask yourself this question. How is it that they entered play with a record of 21 and 27? They're not a good team, okay? 21 and 27 is a bad team. Toronto this year is not a good team. They are 12th in the Western Conference, okay? They're 12th. Out of 15 teams, they are 12th. So just understand what you're talking about with the team that the Kings lost to last night in the Toronto Raptors. All right, hit me up. I want to hear from you. I'm done rambling. It's now your turn. All right, and we'll have a halftime. I got to actually see. We'll, we'll do a halftime and we'll do postgame uh, for Minnesota for sure over on YouTube. Had a lot of fun last night. Jerry Reynolds joined us with uh, Amir and Chris. It was great. Too bad it was such a horrible game. Too bad it was such a horrible, horrible game. All right, again. Hit me up. If you don't want to talk, I'm going to sign off and we'll make it a quick show. So it's up to you. All right. I love doing these shows, but I'm not going to talk by myself. All right. Let's get to uh, Trent. Trent, welcome to the program. How are you today, buddy? Doing great. I'm um, sorry. I, I thought more people would want us to talk about stuff going into the NF NFC championship game. And uh, we got the PGA Tour starting up again this this week. Um, well, hey, listen, no disrespect to you. I know you love golf, and I love golf too, but nobody cares about the PGA Tour right now with the NFL playoffs. And I, I hate to say that, and I know I'm sounding crass because I'm a big golf fan, just like you are. But, you know, no okay. one's talking about the PGA. And, I'm, and I, I'm, not, I'm not being disrespectful because I know that the event at La Jolla is a big deal. I know that Torrey Pines is a big deal. I get that. But 
it's it you know it and I know it. Golf's gonna yeah. really start picking up the minute that the Super Bowl is over. All right, or I should say leading up to the Super Bowl, you know the Phoenix Open, I think is the best event on the tour, other than a major. I love watching the Phoenix Open, and you know how the crowd goes absolutely crazy at the Phoenix Open. It's the best crowd of the year in golf. But you and I both know, you know, look at even CBS, you talk about them changing their their schedule around to accommodate Nance, right? I mean, it's all football right now, but go ahead. Yeah, totally, totally. All right, I got a football question. Um, is the Sean in is Sean going to be on with you Mondays and Fridays uh, after the Super Bowl? He, uh, he on will YouTube? be on with me both the Friday and the Monday. Friday before the Super Bowl and Monday after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, I don't know. We haven't planned the schedule that far ahead yet. All right. Well, hey, have a great show, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank Take you. care. All right. So, Trent. Trent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, since you brought it up, give me a winner. Who's winning the event down at Torrey Pines? Oh my gosh. Um, I like Sahith Thigala. Um, he's a guy that I saw at the Fortnite championship back in uh, September at, at uh, Silverado. I almost saw him make okay. a hole in one on the 11th hole. I haven't really seen him much. Um, I was watching some highlights last night. I saw uh, Camilo, Camilo Villegas hit a really stinger shot into, uh, I think it's like the 11th hole down there on the South course. And it was really amazing to watch. There was a few hole in ones in there. Um, uh, other than that, I, I, once I get to watch a bit of golf, uh, maybe on Saturday, we'll see, we'll see how it looks, but, um, All right. there's a few, there's a pretty there's a, you know, John Rahm's in the field and he's already won. I was going to say John Rahm, John Rahm's got to, John Rahm's got to be the favorite based on how well he's played this year and what he did winning it at the U S open. So, all right, we yeah. got you now, buddy. I hope you have a good rest of the day and enjoy Thank, it. You. Thank you very much for the call. Take care. You take you care. Too. Yep. All right. You too. Bye. All right. Good stuff right there. Uh, let's get to uh, Ryan in uh, Sacktown. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Did I hit Ryan? No, I didn't miss it. Let me get him up again. Ryan, there we go. All right, the app's moving a little slow on my end today. Hey, Ryan, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Grant, nothing much. Uh, you recovered from last night? Uh, I am. I'm doing okay. I mean, listen, you know what? Um, we had a fun time on the show, I'll tell you that. It was really good, and so... Uh, I enjoyed that, you know, I enjoyed that. By the way, just to, uh, you know, help out with Trent and everyone else, yeah. uh, Ryder is 12 under par at the Farmers Insurance Open. Anyway, go ahead. That's round two, by the way. All right. So what do you want to talk about today, buddy? So um, just real quick on the Kings, uh, you're talking about the home record, and I'm looking at point differential for the different teams in the NBA at home. Both teams ahead of the Kings in the Western Conference standings are in double di – well, not double digits, are they? Yeah. So Memphis is 11.2 plus at home. Denver is 10.7. Kings are only 5.7 at home. And then you have teams like Golden State and Phoenix that are above the Kings in point differential at home. And we're talking about, about the that? number one offense in the league. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's crazy. I don't know what the deal is. I mean, uh, other than teams really taking Sacramento serious now, um, you know, I think, I think Toronto kind of had a blueprint last night play. If you're long and you double Sabonis on the catch, that's going to be a problem for the Kings. Well, you know what, you're going to see that happen a lot uh, because of what's happened in the last couple of games. So the Kings are going to have to adjust and they're going to have to figure it out. But again, I just, their home play 
to me is not just like, oh, you know, they're okay. They're 27 and 20. No, I'm sorry. I don't look at it that way. I think they got some, I think they got some issues they need to figure out. I really do. Well, Grant, you know, not to be heyday guy, but you, you look back at when the Kings were truly contenders in the West. I mean, they were in single, low single digit. Home oh yeah. For That's the correct. Season, you know, That's correct. So, you know, something does need to change there. Who knows? Um, the load management stuff, Grant, I, I just can't get my mind off of it. I am so sick of it. And it's one of those things where, you know, we've kicked this around so much. I can't think of a good idea, but I think I may have one. Now, what if there was some type of formula that the NBA came up with where, because they're not going to completely stop load management. But load management should be consistent across the board, theoretically, right? If the season goes longer, you might need to rest those guys longer. So if a player hits a certain amount of games, five games, six games, there's got to be some type of equation where that equals to the postseason. And for the teams that don't make the playoffs, then it's some type of fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with doing anything. Um, how about this? How about you can only rest players at home and not on the road due to the fact that most of your fans uh, or a good number of your fans are season ticket holders and they get a chance to see your players play 41 times a year and you have to announce it uh, a week ahead of time or two weeks ahead of time when you know the schedule and you know about load management so that people can make their plans. I don't think you should be allowed to rest players like Steve Kerr did when you're at Cleveland. Okay, I don't think Michael Malone should be allowed to rest players at Milwaukee. I don't think Steve Kerr should be allowed to rest his players for both games at New Orleans. Rest your players at home where you have 41 games and your fans get a chance to see your players all the time. I know that that's not never going to happen, but you asked me what, you know, uh, that's what I would do. Well, and I, I can see that, Grant, but I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. I mean, then you're only catering to a portion of the fans. Because season t- ticket holders make up, what, maybe a quarter, a half, maybe? And a lot of them sell their tickets. I mean, I know a ton of people here in Sacramento that just do one game here, one game there. So, you know, a lot of the building is there to see the actual team that's in that city. And they may only be going once that year. So I think that's problematic as well. Well, maybe. Again, there's no easy answer is the point that you and I are trying to make. There is no easy solution to this. No, there's not. Absolutely not. But, but it's bad for the league. I think you and I can agree with that. It's bad for the league. Oh, it's terrible for the league. It's yep. just a bad look altogether. So. Yeah, you don't see this in hockey, all right? And, you know, you don't see this ever happen in hockey. And hockey is a hell of a lot more physical than the NBA. And it doesn't happen in hockey. Oh, by the way, you know what? It never used to happen in the NBA. Now, all of a sudden, it's become fashionable. Never happened in the NBA. You never used to have to worry about going to a game in the NBA and not seeing Michael Jordan or Larry Bird or Carl Malone or John Stockton or Magic Johnson. Or You didn't have to worry about it. They were, if, they were, if, they were, if they were able to play, they were going to play. All right? You never worried about it. Now, it's like, oh, gee, you know, I got my, my – oh, you know, my, my, my uh, ankle is sore. Oh, it's just sore. Oh, I'm not going to play. Oh, yeah, we're not going to play you. You're, you're, you're sore. Yeah, what, what a joke. It's a freaking joke. It's, it's just an absolute joke. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, um, you know what? I'm probably going to lose some follows, but I've got to do a little Ryan's rant here. Yes. Um, you know what? I know that we have some loyal 49er fans here on the uh, Listen App show, but 
memo to 49er fans. I challenge you to keep your 49ers gear out all year, like literally all year. I am so sick of seeing car flags and jerseys with still tags on them this time of year if the Niners are doing well. And you better hope they don't make the Super Bowl because the return policy is usually 30 days. So <laughs> jump off the me. damn bandwagon. I am sick oh of it. I am sick of seeing Barry Bond show up at Niners games. Sick of seeing Jerry Rice thinking like he's going to suit up for the game. Jerry, uh, Jerry Rice is, a, a, is nauseating. It is a trickle-down effect. So uh, get your fan base in check because it, every single year the Niners make a run. Everybody here is a Niners fan. Everybody. Wow. Well, that's pretty well said. You know, that's pretty well said. It's, uh, it is pretty amazing every year when they get good. I, I understand. I've seen it before, too. It's, it's unbelievable. At least, oh, well. at least Raider fan is consistent. Raider fan was always consistent. Good or bad, you always saw Raiders get. Yeah, clean it up. That's very true. Clean it up. Very true. I'm out, buddy. All right, so give me, give me, give me. All right, let's just have some fun here. Uh, Road record for the Kings. I just named off the the games. What do you think? Give me a number. What do you think they're going to be? Um, I'm going to say five and two for the first seven game stretch. That's what I think because they're playing so many bad teams and there are so many teams are playing with injuries too, like Indiana. Yeah. The, the Houston, the Houston has to be an automatic two wins. You agree? Got to be two. All right. So then I'm thinking Indiana is a win with three and then San Antonio got to be a win. That's four. And all you got to do is win one of the next three games. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, they, this should be one where they could even push to six and one, um, seven or no possibly, but it is the Kings and they've been wildly inconsistent as of late but five and two anything less than that is a huge disappointment especially considering Amen. how well they play on the road i'm with you thanks buddy appreciate all right, it all right take care all right let's get to uh, some more and uh we are going to say hello to the the man that's been lost on the app waggis waggis i'm starting to come back talking to me how the <laughs> hell are you buddy good how are you i'm good good to hear from you yeah, I follow you every day, and uh, I must say, I know you do. The, the only thing that was really, you know, last night I was really down, obviously, seeing the game, and it goes back to what you would always say for years, playing down to your competition, right? So, yep. in, in order to be a, you know, you know, a lot of people starting to compare, you know, this team to 2002 Kings, I don't know why, because that team never played down to their competition. So No, never. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really worried because, you know, I mean, obviously we're the number three and four seed, but I don't want to get in a situation where we have to play, um, you know, if we do make the playoffs and we have to play like a team like, well, I'm pretty sure Golden State would kill us if, if, if we play yep. like that. But I, I guess what I'm trying to ask you is this, is that what needs to happen for this team to take the next step and really be a good team where, you know, they can go to the playoffs every year and, and make a deep run and be a threat. I think they need to make a trade. I think they get out muscled and out physical against big teams. And I think that's a real issue for them. I think they need to make a move before the deadline uh, to get some more height uh, on this basketball team and a physical player. I think that's a glaring weakness on this team. Okay. Okay. And, and I mean, okay. Yeah. I, 
I guess that's and, and, and I don't know who that would be, by the way. Yeah. I know your follow up question would be, what would you? I don't know, but there's <laughs> they, no, but I'm just saying there, that there's something that needs to be done for this that with this team. I don't, I, that's what I you're asking me what needs to be done. I think that is the next step in the process. And you made a good point, you know, about people comparing this to 2002. You can't compare this team. That team won over 60 games. Yeah. This team's not winning anywhere close to 60 games. Okay. They're probably not even going to win close to 50 games, to be honest with you. So, I mean, we, we need to put the brakes on comparing this team to that, that squad when they were winning 60 plus games. So, so, okay. So in your opinion, how, I mean, do you think we're probably looking at an easy first round exit with this type of play or we, we, or do you even see us falling out here? Cause nothing's set in stone just yet we only have under 30 wins so anything could happen I, i've seen this story before well if the fox or demontis sabonis get hurt for a significant period of time like we've seen with devin booker in phoenix Zion williamson and brandon ingram with new orleans tyrese halliburton with indiana those are just some of the examples if that happens i believe the king's team will plummet fast in the standings and you know again Look at how bunched up everybody is in the West. If one of those two things happen, I think the Kings would go into a free fall. So let's hope that does not happen. But if it does, I think this team would struggle to win games against anybody. Okay. And then getting back to your post-game show, I really like the, you know, um, basically the interaction that's going on with the chat. Are you going to continue to do that? And I, I, know, I know you put two people up yes. on the screen. Okay. Okay. Um, yep. I, I can tell you, man, you're really taking off. I really think you're going to take over this market. And, you know, maybe you got Matt Barnes to thank for this because, you know, nobody really wants to watch him. But, you know, I. And I, I'm not going to spit on people either. I don't spit yeah. on people even if yeah. in public. So that that's another good thing of you around me. You don't have to worry about me <laughs> spitting on you. <laughs> yep, exactly. So no, how embarrassing saying... is that guy? Seriously, can I you brought his you brought his name up. I didn't. How embarrassing is he? Seriously, can you believe that Matt Barnes is on King's television? How embarrassing is that? What 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 on earth is NBC Sports California, Sacramento Kings thinking about? Honestly, just go look at his arrest record. Look at him calling a cop an F and F, a, 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 a homophobic slur. Okay, look at him hitting women. Look at him spitting on people. How is it that that guy is a representative of the Kings on TV? Explain that to me, would you please? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, and, and and honestly, I don't even think that he's a representative of Kings because he never really was a Kings fan or never. I know he played here for one season or whatever, two seasons. But yeah, no, I I hear you. But I I know the other day you were having this conversation and I and I couldn't call in. But I would say this, you know, indirectly, he's kind of helping your post game show because nobody wants to watch him, so people are watching. Yeah, this. well, <laughs> I, I listen. I I appreciate that. I do yeah. think it's it's helping. I think that. You know, Ryan and I try to bring uh, fun, good content. I try to not to be stale. We got a couple other things that we are going to start doing on the post-game show so that we we don't want to get stale. We want to keep it lively and we want to change things. I thought last night went really well to have a couple of the viewers on. Ryan is extremely innovative. He just has reached out to me about trying a couple of other things. And so I'm going to talk to him over the weekend and we're going to we're going to evolve. And I really appreciate you saying that because I do want to take over the market again. And I think I will. And I got my sleeves rolled up to my freaking neck, Waggus. All right. Well, I mean, obviously that would be, 
I got to tell you, like, like that would, in my opinion, like, if you were to do that, you know, just two years ago, obviously, what happened to you, and for you to come back like that, um, we're probably going to hear it in some article, you know, the, the, the Napier's comeback, you know, who took over the market again. It, and honestly, I'll say this, it, what a big fuck you that's going to be to the entire organization, so, or, you know. Well, good. Bottom good. Line, I, I can't so. wait. I, I can't yeah. wait. Um, I'm going full steam ahead. I can't do it without people like you and everyone else. And so yeah. I, first of all, it, it, as much as I have, first of all, I don't, I don't have to say this. I am Sacramento because I lived there for over half my life. Like Sacramento is my home. When people, when I'm out and about, whether I'm in Florida, whether I'm in New York, wherever I'm at, and people ask, where are you from? I go, oh, Sacramento. I don't say I'm from New York. I lived in Sacramento for more than half my life. Sacramento is my home. Sacramento will always be my home, regardless of where I'm living. Sacramento is where I'm from. I always say that to people, okay? That's never going to change. And the bond that I have developed with the community over 30 plus years on either TV or radio or both, I mean, I'm gonna, that's not going anywhere. So I appreciate you saying that. It's only gonna grow and grow and grow. And Ryan and I are going to add programming and maybe after the All-Star break, we'll be doing pregame shows too. We'll just knock them right out of the water. Nobody will watch them and or very few people. And that's what the goal is. So thank you, Waggus. I appreciate yeah. you saying that. Yeah, and, and I just want to say one thing. I, I'm pretty sure Ryan's a fan like me. I, I think we're in the same age group. I mean, obviously, we kind of grew up with you, right? And there's a lot of other people. Greg, yep. you got you to gotta understand one thing. Okay, as a fan, right? Um, I, I know we talked now before we didn't, but as a fan... I can't imagine if the Kings were to win, especially a fan that grew up listening to you announce the games when the Kings were good. I can't imagine us having a victory parade without you being in there or, and Jerry I, or the G-Man. So because, you know, you have, you know, such a long history. So uh, do, you, do you understand what I mean by that? I can't imagine I understand what you mean. about that. Yeah, I, I I'm I know, I know, but you know, so yeah, so I, I, I just want to say that that Thank as you, a Kings fan, and and you can even ask anybody else, so they'll probably say the same thing. I appreciate but, it. Uh, all right, so you, you're gonna give me your pick, or are we gonna have to wait tomorrow? Uh, wait till tomorrow. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till tomorrow. Uh, I do think it's going to be a game where, and I know a lot of games are like this, but I think in this game in particular, I think these teams are somewhat mirror images of one another, I think it's the team that truly in this game makes the fewest mistakes. And by mistakes, I'm talking about something, Waggus, as simple as a stupid personal foul penalty that is a 15-yard penalty that keeps a drive alive or changes field position. I think that is going to be number one. And I'll tell you something else, Waggus. Don't laugh at me when I say this. I think the punting in this game is going to be crucial. I think field position is going to be absolutely crucial in this game. And I think special teams, particularly the punter, is going to have a big say in this game. That's how close of a game I think this is going to be with field position. Yeah, and of course, field goal would matter, but um, as well. Yes. As well. But when you say a penalty, I, 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 I know one, one linebacker on the Niners, Greenlaw. He Dre has Greenlaw. Known, yeah, to get yep. inexcusable penalties i think he did it last, last week, week. and yep. he did it in week 17 uh, or uh, yep. week 18 against the rams last year yep. when we were, when we were oh so okay so last yeah, year so 
that that really scares me because he has a way of you know yeah so I, i'm hoping it doesn't come down to that uh because i really want to you know get that sixth trophy and and you know so yeah so yeah so all right buddy good hearing from you and uh it's been way too long it's good to hear your voice yeah yeah i'll try to call him more often all right bye take care bye-bye this show is sponsored by better help stress we all have it to a degree big small but i think you can agree we all carry around different stressors most of you know what i've gone through the last four years complete career change moving across the country filing a lawsuit being in the news often dealing with all of that trust me has not been easy and if you keep things bottled up it can really have a negative impact on your life therapy is a safe space you get things off your chest you can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down it's helpful for learning positive coping skills you can set boundaries it empowers you to be the best version of yourself and you know what folks it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma hey if you're thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's online it's easy convenient flexible and it's suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p dot com slash grant it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's right about Dre Greenlaw. He's 100% correct. Step into the world of power. Loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That you cannot do that this week. Cannot cannot go on the road and commit a stupid penalty to keep a drive alive or change the field position. Field position is going to be critical in this game, in my opinion. Short field, things of that nature, going to be critical. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls. Why don't we say hello to Connor? Connor, welcome to the show. Hey, Grant, how's it going? Good, Connor. What's up, buddy? Yeah, sorry, I was joining a little late, but did anybody talk about the All-Star starters being announced? No. Yeah, so, I mean, Sabonis obviously didn't get it. I mean, they gave it to Zion Williamson, which 
And the other, the big thing that surprised me that Shea Gilgis Alexander didn't get the start, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, he's going to be on the All Star team though. But I, I was wondering if he would move up. I mean, the guy's really, really good. Yeah. So, the, so you haven't. Is that your biggest issue with it? Those two. Yeah, because I mean the rest are pretty simple. I mean Giannis, Tatum, Durant, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron, Jokic. I mean basically all staples. So. Right. I mean, I'm starting to look at it. It seems like it's going to be kind of hard for Fox to get in. I mean, look at the Western Conference guards with Curry, Luka, Gilgis Alexander. I mean, Damian Lillard had 60 yesterday, so he'll probably get in. And Morant's going to be in. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, he's got to be a lock-in. I don't think Damian Lillard should be in the All-Star game this year ahead of De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I mean, Lillard just puts up some crazy numbers sometimes. I mean, I don't really know the stats that he's put up this year, but I mean, he's. I'm well, sure he doesn't have he doesn't have the numbers that De'Aaron Fox has in the fourth quarter. So for that reason alone, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna go talk about those two guys, to me, Fox should get ahead of Lillard. That's my opinion. Yeah, and then I kind of wanted to follow what Waggis was saying. I mean, I think in a few months to a year so you're gonna have a monopoly on the king's coverage i mean you can just take over the pregame the halftime the postgame i mean basically everything i mean if people want king's coverage i mean you're the place to be well i appreciate that you know the nice thing is i still have a lot of contacts in the league i am constantly on the phone talking to coaches in the league both uh with the organization and outside of the organization i still have a lot of contacts and so you know, I'm still very much dialed in. Everything is going on. I still know things that are going on behind the scenes, too. So, you know, I feel like I have good knowledge to pass along. And I appreciate the fact that people enjoy watching what we do on uh, YouTube. So thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'll just keep it short and sweet today. I just wanted to say good job on the shows recently and everything. Keep it up. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Thank you for your support. Good stuff there from Connor, man. 19 years old, guys, a wealth of knowledge. You know, I've said this about the all-star starters. I don't get, I don't really care about that. I know that a lot of fans get wrapped up into it. I don't, I don't think the fans should vote for all-stars. I know what do they get, whatever the percentage is. I don't think it's accurate. I don't think it's fair. But generally speaking, the players that deserve to be on the all-star team are put on the team. And if I look at the entire body of work and I look at the King's record and I look at how well Fox has done in the fourth quarter, which is money time, to me, I think he should be on the all-star team this year. Sabonis is a, a lock. I mean, that, that's an absolute lock. There's no way he's not going to be on the all-star team. All right, if you want to get in on the program, uh, we will wrap it up. And, you know, it's interesting when we were talking to Trent, I forgot that the Farmers Open had started yesterday. I forgot they were already in round two, as he said. They changed the schedule. So, you know, if John Rahm's going to win, he's going to have to get hot. I think he's seven or eight back right now. That, that goes to show you, like, how I'm not even in the golf right now because it's football season. I'm not even paying attention to it. And they're already at the halfway point. So they're almost at the halfway point. Round two is still going on. I, I get a kick out of that because Trent brought that up. And I'm like, Nobody cares about golf right now, and I love golf, and I didn't even realize that they're almost at the halfway point, which is, to me, pretty funny because I am so wrapped up in what's going on in the NFL and, of course, 
uh, the NBA. Well, once once football wraps up, then I I really do start watching golf pretty much each and every week. It becomes part of my uh, viewing habits on the weekend. And I'll watch the Phoenix Open Super Bowl weekend. I think that's a phenomenal event. So I, I do get into it, you know. And obviously, before you know it, uh, it will be Masters time. All right, if you want to get on before we say so long, uh, do so. Don't forget tomorrow. Uh, I will be doing this show. No show with Sean tomorrow. So uh, we will not be doing our three o'clock show. Ryan and I will be on for the Timberwolves games and uh, the rest of the road trip. All right. You take care, everyone. I appreciate you. And we'll do it again to wrap up the week tomorrow. So long, everybody. Stay healthy, stay safe, and thank you very much. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.